there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare always follow yeah, the money yeah this is follow the money with mitch moss and polly howard on vsin Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. We'll start this hour talking, well, a couple different things here because Matt Meiselman joins the program now. He's a really good numbers guy, really good on the NBA. His YouTube channel is called Value Betting. He's on Twitter at Value Betting MM. Uh, but there's something I want to ask him about first before we get into the NBA. Matt, thanks for the time this morning. How are you? Um, yeah, absolutely. And I am pretty good other than, uh, you know, the Celtics. I had an eight to one for the before game four. So I'm a little disappointed. But uh, other mm. than that, pretty good day. Man, that's that's why they're so frustrating, right? That team that showed up yeah. last night. Yeah. And uh, last year I was on them early, mm. like January, had them at long odds. So this team has been a major letdown. I know there are real Celtics fans out there who are probably a lot more upset than I am. But uh, yeah, the Celtics have been very disappointing the last two seasons in the playoffs. OK, so before we get into the NBA final series price, what you made it, if you have a bet here, I'm watching one of your YouTube channels last night. I was blown away. Uh, I went in fresh. You went on a major run last year during the baseball season, specifically betting stolen base props. Can you take us through what you found, how much you won, and then how the books have adjusted since? Yeah, stolen bases are a very interesting one because we had the rule changes for this year, but there was a major adjustment by the market well before we even heard about rule changes last year. So for baseball betting, I am almost entirely just using the bat, which is the projection system by Derek Carty. Um, you can find his numbers at Fangraphs. You can find him at Roto-Grinders. And he's essentially projecting every statistic for every player every day. So for whatever reason, I was alerted to the existence of this stolen base value where 
Um, it was particularly at Caesar Sportsbook, but it was at DraftKings, it was MGM, there were a bunch of other sites. He was projecting likelihoods for stolen bases that were like 2x what the implied probability was across the market. It was like 100% projected edges, 120% projected edges, and there were like dozens of them every day. Huh. Um, and this was going on from, I want to say, early May until late July. So it took me a while to like believe that this was real. Um, so I started betting them in May, but I was betting them kind of slowly. But then by June, I just like sort of, I, I, it was the only thing I was betting for the entire month of June last year. Um, I just did, there wasn't, it wasn't worth spending time on anything else because there was so much value there. Wow. And then at some point, late July, early August, the whole market just shifted. So like I had tweeted this at the time last year, but Jake Fraley is like a semi-decent base dealer for the Reds. And uh, there was he had two matchups for Syndergaard in the same week. He went from plus 1,200 in matchup one and then plus 200 in matchup two without even doing anything. Like, he didn't steal <laughs> any bases. They just and it was and then that was represented across the whole market. Like there were guys who I was getting eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 to one that were just two or three or four to one for the rest of the year. Oh, my God. And so you yeah. you scooped. What was it? Two hundred thousand dollars in a couple of months betting solely betting stolen base props. Yeah, it like some people would look at that and be like, "Oh, you you know why didn't you bet more? You could have like been rich and retired." That was basically what I could get down. Mm -hmm. Like to win two hundred thousand, I had to bet about two hundred thousand. I think maybe my ROI was like ninety five percent. Like that was my like the edge projected something like 120 percent it produced maybe 95 percent so the projections were really accurate mm -hmm. so you had to win about 200 grand maybe i bet i don't know like 220 um but it was really fun and uh yeah i mean i basically maxed it out as much as i could like to have known in may that it was going to be that good i guess i would have made more but i i think anyone would have needed like a week or two to believe that something projecting that well was actually that good. Crazy. Okay. So then are you still limited at some of those books after doing that? And have you found anything since like currently right now, is there a home run edge or a K prop edge that you have in baseball this year? So I would say half the books just limited me and half of them got rid of stolen bases. So there were four or five books that stopped offering steals just completely in August of last year. And those sites still don't offer them. So the prop is just non-existent at, yeah, like a bunch of sports books. Um, so it's limits plus they just were like, we can't let anyone bet them. I'm sure I wasn't the only one. So it, 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 I, I'm not going to claim like full credit for that. Um, yeah. This year, home runs have been specifically good. I know that uh, the bat has has a different feel of just the run environment. Um, maybe there's something with the ball. Maybe the pitch clock has caused more fatigue with pitchers and they're giving up more home runs because they just aren't able to pitch as effectively with the quicker game. Um, the weather, I think, has been like a little bit more conducive to hitting at this time of year, maybe than in years past. But it's nothing like last year. Like I'm getting routinely getting like 15, 20 percent edges on home runs, and that is slowly started to drop. Um, so earlier this month, home runs were really successful, but it's nothing It's mm. nothing like what steals were last year, but it, it has been a good season so far. I share your frustration with what happened with your Celtics future ticket, but as a, mm. as a sports fan, I, I cannot believe that this heat zone gave them that much trouble, and it works. Denver was number one in the league against zone defense 
How do you th- break down the NBA Finals, and what do you think of Denver, a $4 series favorite? Yeah, the the matchups specifically are hard for me because I don't really know how to quantify that. In theory, it makes a lot of sense. Denver should match up better. But I also think Denver is a better team than Boston. Like, I was ready to be betting Denver as underdogs versus the Celtics Mm -hmm. because I thought that it was going to be mispriced. Um, And I'm someone who is generally very high on the Celtics. Like, I thought they were undervalued all of last year, obviously. Undervalued for a lot of this year's playoffs. Obviously undervalued when it was 3-0 in the series. So matchups aside, I just think Denver should be a bigger favorite than Boston was just because I think they're better. Um, Yeah, I mean, a zone versus Jokic sounds like the worst possible thing you could do. So that also, um, like if that's Miami's gimmick, then I don't think that's going to work. There's no reason to expect Denver to have matchup problems. And I think Michael Malone doesn't get enough credit for being a good coach. Like Mm. Spolstra is the best. I think we have to say that at this point, Mm. but Malone is an upgrade over Missoula. Like if there's, if you need a good coach to be able to adjust mid series in the NBA finals, I think Denver is more equipped to handle that than Boston was. So all of those things I think favor Denver. They've also been resting for so long. Like clearly Boston was hurt by the length of the series. Um, Robert Williams in and out of the locker room for the entire series, basically Brogdon's injury and then Tatum, of course, with the ankle. I know Jalen Brown was dealing with injuries. So Miami is banged up. Boston's banged up. Denver is healthy. Um, So for all of those reasons, yeah, I think like you could argue the Nuggets should be minus 500 in this series. Mm -hmm. Like I think the fair line somewhere between 450, 500, like I think well above 80 percent, like 80 percent is the bare minimum that I would make this series. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Matt Meiselman, uh, his YouTube channel is called Value Betting. Okay, so are you interested at all in laying a game and a half with the Nuggets or potentially two games at the current price available on the Nuggets to win You know, either five games or a clean sweep here? So I'm interested. I think my favorite bet, though, is the Game 1 series parlay. Um, I've been betting a lot of these largely because there have been a lot of rest um, misalignments in in these series where one team won the prior round in like four or five games and their opponent had to go seven. So if if Denver is going to lose, like I guess I don't expect Denver to lose, but I think they are more likely to win game one than any other game. Like they have more of an edge in game one than they're going to have for the rest of the series unless, you know, injuries or whatever. But as it stands right now, I think game one sets up better for them than any other game will because Miami has a two day turnaround. Then they have to fly to Denver. They won't be adjusted to the altitude yet. And then we also have Tyler hero coming back later in the series right now. They don't have him. So at DraftKings, I think the number is minus two Oh five, um, that Denver wins game one and wins the series. Mm -hmm. That's really appealing to me. Like I think Denver is something like 80 plus percent to win the first game. And then if they win the first game, they're like 90% to win the series. And that's essentially a parlay of those two things, which gets you like 72 to 75%. Like the break even on that is in the high 200s. And I think the number's minus 205. So you can lay the games on the spread. I think that's reasonable. You can just bet Denver at minus 450 or whatever you can find. I don't like that as much, but I think taking the game one plus the series is the best EV that I can find on the finals. Okay, right now. very good breakdown. So when you brought up Tyler Hero, it sounded like that's a good thing for the heat you don't think that's that would screw things up you think that's actually going to be more positive than negative for the heat later on in the series i think it's marginally positive we don't know hero's health so 
he might be playing with the hand still bothering him. He might be coming out back early out of desperation, but also like Vincent and Martin and Vincent in particular has overperformed. Like we know Martin's overperformed, but I think this is more about Vincent where he's not healthy now. Like Vincent's been playing through an ankle injury. So we're not getting the version of Gabe Vincent that was dominating earlier in the round. I think he's a little bit banged up to have another guy there just in general is helpful. Um, and Hero's a good player. Like I know it could mess up some of the chemistry, but this is a Miami team that just lost three games in a row. So it's not like he's coming in to a team that has win- been winning every night and messing with their mojo or whatever. Like Hero's good. I think he's a marginal upgrade over the guys that have been playing. These guys are still going to play and they're going to need a breather. Like everyone's tired. So it has to help them, I think. Yep. Hey, Matt, that was a mm-hmm. great spot, man. Thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully you guys didn't lose too much on the Celtics too, but uh, we should have a good NBA Finals ahead of us. Yeah, absolutely. Follow him on Twitter. He's Thank at you. Value Betting MM, and like I said, the YouTube channel is also called called Value Betting. I'm watching that last night. I'm like, uh, thanks for the heads that up. Prop? My God. Well, actually, you can't even find someone based props out here, That's but a, yeah, yeah, his video is it's like a six minute video, two hundred thousand. He talked about there with the ROI and how much he bet on it and stuff like that. But wow. The edges they had betting stolen bases last year. Too bad that doesn't exist right now with home runs or whatever, you know? Um, We'll recap last night's betting action with win some, lose some coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. You know it, and a lot to recap. Heat money line plus 235. Heat to win the East as high as 65 to 1. Heat to win in seven games, 11 to 1. At one book, a Miami-Denver exacta before the playoffs was 250 to 1. Here at Circa, Denver to beat Miami was 93 to 1. Miami to beat Denver was 210 
to one. Game seven underrun NBA playoffs, 13 and three run with the uh, under yesterday. Martin has went over all seven games with his points prop. Brown to score the first basket, plus 475. They're only the second eight seed to make the finals, but it really is uh, historic in what happened with Miami. Negative point differential in the regular season, last in points per game, lost the first play-in game at home, and we're de- it's the Chicago Bulls, right? If you want to blame somebody, the Bulls led with three minutes left in the other game. So Miami was looking at going home, and they don't even make the playoffs. What happened? And then they made all the plays down the stretch, one, and the rest is history, upset Milwaukee, and obviously what happened last night. But to think the Bulls were that close. Carrier, anytime goal, plus 650. Golden Knights, five straight overs in the first period. French Open, Evanescent, plus, four, seven, plus 575. Chamid plus 650. Torante, 4-1. An unbelievable call, by the way, by Israel Guterres, ESPN. ESPN.com, before the season, he picked the Heat to beat the Nuggets in the NBA Finals. My God. ESPN Stats and Info. The Heat have won 42 now, 42 straight playoff games, when leading by 10-plus points at halftime. It's the second-longest streak in NBA history behind the Lakers, 63 in a row, 85 to 2008. The last loss, 2,000 against the Knicks. Paul, I like what you said earlier. That's crazy. It's the NBA. Teams go on massive runs all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's Spolstra. That goes back. There's a little Riley there. There's yeah. a little Riley with the Lakers, too. That's an incredible tweet and a full marks to, to Spolstra. Good dog video here. Win some. Subscribe, be part of the team. VEASAN.com, our radio and podcast friends. The owner is crossing his legs and crossing his feet over and over again. And the dog does the same thing with his paws. Go up, left on right, right on left, right back and forth, back and forth. They're just being obnoxious, doing it over and over again. And the dog taps out, says, nah, okay, now you're doing too much. But then at the end, one more time, and then the paw goes right back over on the right again. Very good. A couple lose some videos. You mentioned Phoenix, and it happens. Well, I mentioned Mission Impossible with Ghost Protocol. The great scene in the movie where Cruz is chasing the villain after the great hotel scene. You could tell that story coming up with Matt Damon. Look at this. Let's go to China with the sandstorm. Oh, God. Unleash hell. Get out of the way. Get out of there, right? Don't want to be caught up in that. And I don't know what happens if that would happen. Would, would, you would get caught up in that. But get the hell out of there, right? As that thing's coming in and moving in. At least it's slow moving. You got some time where you can haul ass if you're in a car or maybe hop on a bike or, I don't know, run forest run. I have no experience in a hubboob or a sandstorm like this. So if you have to drive through it, is it like massive fog? Can you actually see as you are driving, or is it? It's no chance. There's zero Good, visibility. I yeah, I don't think there'd be visibility. I don't right? think so either. I can't. No, right. I mean, it'd be diff- very difficult. Your Tom Cruise story. Okay, so he's great. Ma- great scene in the movie. He's up on the. I imagine that, to that, co- that's Tom Cruise doing that, by the way. Oh yeah, he's a nut on the building. Does all his own stunts. And- Mi4. Matt Damon told the story recently. He's having dinner. I think it was in London. Tom Cruise is there. A bunch of people. So they're having, Matt asked him about that specific scene, about being on the side of the building in Dubai when they shot that. And Tom, it was like, how dangerous was that? How did you possibly, like, how they allow you to do this? And he's talking about, well, I ran, I'm running it by my safety guy, and we're going to have all these problems. And my safety guy's like giving me resistance. 
So Matt Damon said, well, what did you do? Tom Cruise fires back. I got a new safety guy. <laughs> I love uh, t- telling the story, yeah. I watched so, the video so, again yeah. of him jumping off this uh, mountain on a bike in the upcoming movie. Get it six times that day. The angles that they have for this thing, unbelievable. Well, the last one, he broke his ankle and finished the, the shot when he's jumping yeah. from building to building. Yeah. Broke his ankle and almost, let's go to South Korea, well, a South Korea passenger, excuse me. An airline passenger opened an emergency exit door sh- shortly before the plane landed. And obviously, they uh, he was apprehended afterwards. But look at this. Nine people taken to the hospital. They're okay. Breathing issues, but in good condition. What a nut job. Where's Homelander? <laughs> yeah, God. Uh, a couple bad beats. A's, Braves, first five under, four and a half. One nothing Braves, bottom of the fifth. The ace of all people get a four spot. Dodgers Nationals, first five under. One nothing Nationals, bottom of the fifth. The Dodgers get a six spot. And the total for the game was nine. And that 6-1 was the final score. Take your sports betting game to the next level with the VEASAN Pro subscription. Sign up now, only $9.99. Get access to everything we do. The daily pro picks, premium analysis, 24-7 video access, and the pro tools like the exclusive betting splits. Start betting smarter. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Sign up now. Okay. Good job, guys. Well, very good, because that's what I... We're doing the real or Fugazi. That's why I wanted to get in that, too, because we have so many huge movies coming out and Mission Impossible leading the charge. But going back, summer blockbuster, big sporting event, or a big album drop. I th- I go number one, big album drop, just because it... It's it's it it also you can you can see the changes in your life, and the stages you go through as a person and in life by your favorite group and when that album oh yeah I, I was doing this in 1995 mm-hmm. oh I, I worked here and lived here in 2004 you could do that with Metallica albums well, the, t- the times tool. have changed so much though, yeah Paul. but I mean, still it's still a big deal it's like okay well you know it's uh, the new album's dropping and then they're going to release it here and. Look for it on YouTube or whatever, and they'll, mean, t- they'll tweet it out or whatever. MTV used to be a big deal. Yeah. I, I used to watch that network all the time. When Here's the younger. world premiere song. Absolutely. First, yes. And now MTV News went bye-bye, I guess, like, well, a couple weeks ago. No longer with us. Well, it was MTV stopped playing videos it seemed like yeah. a long time ago, too, what yeah. they were doing. But that was... That was a good time in the early 80s. This is from Chris. Email ftm at vcin.com. One of the most frustrating things about the Celtics team is the fact that Jalen Brown cannot dribble. He yeah. puts the ball on the floor. It gets stripped clean repeatedly. Sign him to a monster uh, extension, question mark. I, Only if it's part of a trade. He is not, in all capital letters, a superstar. I completely agree. Totally agree. People are all over Tatum. You can cut him some slack because of the, uh, the ankle. ankle injury. Yeah, he hobbled off the dais, the podium after with the press conference. Um, but you're going to give two guys, those two guys, $500 million combined? And he owned it afterwards about said how bad he was and used the word terrible many times. When Tatum gets hurt, you can't go one of nine from three and have eight turnovers. No. You just can't. And again, you got to respect them, but you're playing an eight seed. So you shouldn't have even been in this position. But you can't win that game at home? It's a, this team is so frustrating. I mean, but if you're a Celtic fan, you have to know, you, have to, you, you, you had to expect this. That you're now under 500 at home in the last two postseasons. The other big one was Brogdon getting hurt. The oh, last yeah. 
The last four games of the playoffs, he had two points and was one of 16 and was minus 33 when he was on the floor. Here's oh. the deal. Here's the deal. I mean, it's it's very easy to do sky is falling for the Celtics today. But if they bring everybody back next year, they will probably be in the Eastern Conference Finals yet again. In fact, if they don't, it'll be an upset to just to get to this series again. Um, but well, see, well, yeah. I, at the same time, Paulie, I agree with you. Like, And I can't wrap my head around this. Uh, maybe one day I will. Jalen Brown's a nice player. $50 million? It's crazy. A year? It's crazy. Oh my, if I'm in, I'd probably last, I would either be a genius as a GM in basketball, or I would last for four hours. Because I would, I would talk to the agent and say, you got to be kidding me. You think I'm going to sign this guy to $50 million a year? There's no chance. I don't care what the going, the quote going rate, take 35. You're not going to be happy with 35. Okay. Bye. Or we'll trade you. No problem. Get a package. Uh, yeah, exactly right. Well, then compare that to what Miami's doing. They have seven players on their team that are undrafted. And what they did. It's nuts. That's supposed to happen. That an 8C does this, and you're doing it with that kind of roster. Yeah. With Vincent and Martin. But that's the story. That Martin and, and Vincent outplayed uh, the dynamic duo and outplayed most of the Boston guys. But it, uh, you, can, you can also look at it and say, great regular season team, but then, I, I mean... They have so much talent, but it's like, okay, Marcus Smart shooting threes. You get Gallinari, Gallinari will be healthy. Oh, that's, yeah. That, that's a big I mean, he, was, one, he missed sure. the whole year. That's a big Could have yeah. used him. I look at these teams but, in the Eastern Conference. Celtics fell short again this year. The right. Bucks are were a disaster for the third or fourth time in like five years. There'll be a factor. Coaching the, change. I, but depends who you get, right? The I don't 76ers know, say, can't yeah, get out of the no, second round. No. Uh, what do the Knicks do? Can they get a big piece? I yeah. don't know. No. Uh, Jensen Lewis, MLB Network, on the show next. How many of the six teams in each league currently sitting in the playoffs will make it at the end of the regular season? This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. We'll talk some Major League Baseball here as Jensen Lewis joins the program. He covers the Guardians in Cleveland, analyst there, and also MLB Network Radio to go over some hot stove. Uh, good to talk to you today, Jensen. How are you today? To be with you as always. Appreciate it. Uh, we kicked this around about two hours ago on the show. Of, so it's always fun, like post-Memorial Day, around June 1st, two months into the season, you look at the division leaders, you look at the six teams that are currently in the playoffs. Of the six teams in the American League and the National League, how many teams do you think are there at the end of the season and how many teams do you think are not there? Yeah, it's a great question, Mitch, and, and I'll, I'll refer to my Vandy notes here and uh, I'll throw you a little College World Series stuff a little bit later. But um, So last year at this time, um, you had, you know, four teams basically that were in a playoff position that ended up not making it. So that would have been the Minnesota twins where the guardians ended up winning the central uh, the LA angels had the six wild card spot that ended up going to Tampa, who ironically was in the four spot last year at this time on the national league side, St. Louis had come back to beat Milwaukee to win the national league central. And then the San Francisco giants had that, that sixth spot, and they ended up not making it. We all know that was the Philadelphia Phillies who went on that great run, not only to get to the postseason, but also to get to the World Series. I mean, as you look at, at where we are today, 
Uh, the two that stand out for me are, are certainly Miami and, and Milwaukee. I think and just seeing the St. Louis Cardinals over the weekend here in Cleveland, it, it feels like uh, that offense is back. It feels like the rotation has finally turned a little bit of a corner. But you guys, we talked about this maybe a few weeks ago. I still think the Cardinals need to find a swing and miss guy as far as the top of a rotation arm. Perhaps that happens at the trade deadline. Still feel they're not currently constructed uh, the way they are to to really make it deep into a postseason, but I still think they can run down Milwaukee. Uh, San Francisco, too, is another team on the National League side that stands out. The scary thing is, guys, if you look at where the National League postseason picture is from the final wildcard spot right now to where the literal last place team is in the National League, there's only about four and a half games that separate all those teams. Yeah. So everyone is, is, is alive, which is just mind-boggling yep. for this time of the season so uh, I, to answer your question uh, Mitch I, I would say I would say that right now the way the American League is set up um, I, I think maybe only one team and that'd be the Minnesota Twins would be in jeopardy I think Cleveland could probably run them down and then on the National League side I would say three of those teams don't make it Milwaukee Miami and San Francisco great point about the National League going into yesterday's game the Cubs had the worst record in the league and they were only eight games under 500 to think about that, uh, well, where are you at with the Padres? And when do you get concerned that they're still under 500, well under 500, and they're 24th in runs and 29th in batting average? Uh, Paulie, all great points and, and ones that I think now the last couple of weeks as we've sort of watched them against really good competition, uh, namely that Yankee series, it, 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 the panic meter is above a five for me now. Uh, and, and you hate to do that only two months into the season. But uh, this is this is pressure cooker time because of the expectations at the beginning of the season. The silver lining might be that you have four months left. And our previous point, the National League, as far as a postseason playoff position is concerned, is only separated by four or four and a half games. So uh, ironically, San Diego's really bad start uh, may not hinder them here for the next four months. They may get that quote-unquote second chance to be able to get on a little bit of a hot streak and go. But make no mistake about it, guys, this offense has to get going. Uh, That should have been the part of this team that we didn't have to worry about. Unfortunately, I think it's their biggest Achilles heel at this point. Yeah. You know, this was uh, Exhibit A last year. Well, this team and the Phillies, I mean, they proved, both teams proved right yet again, if you get into the playoffs, if you can somehow make it, then anything can happen, right? Because there is so much parity in this sport, especially come playoff time. It is, and, and I, I think now when you look at uh, either the American League or the National League and, and trying to diagnose, all right, who's the, who's the Philadelphia of, of this year, whether it's the National League or the American League? Um, it, it's hard to say at this point. I mean, if you think about where a couple of teams are, Pittsburgh, I think, is out of it now at this point. I don't. I don't think they've got enough staying power, and and even then, you got to believe that a lot of teams are going to come calling about David Bednar to be in their back end of their bullpen, if not closing for them. I, I think if you want to really get into it, it's San Diego. I mean, they they have to be that team that's currently not in a postseason spot in the National League that's going to go run it down. I, I told you guys at the beginning of the year one of my favorite teams was Arizona. They may end up being the Philly of last year because the top end of their rotation with Gallon. Uh, with Merrill Kelly, the the way they're throwing the baseball at this point. They're athletic in the lineup. I mean, they can create a lot of havoc on the base pass, that speed with Corbin Carroll. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. looks phenomenal right now. So they may be 
that team that already is in a postseason spot, but they might be wearing that Philadelphia Philly uniform, if you will, from last year in this year's postseason. Follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Jensen Lewis, our guest, Sirius XM MLB Network Radio. The you mentioned the, the how good the National League is, top to bottom. Well, how about the AL East? And I would say the San Diego of the American League is Toronto. Did can you your concern about Toronto? And also, did you ever have a players a team meeting this early in the season? And would, you, would that cause for concern? Yeah, Paulie. Uh, first of all, to answer the first part of your question, uh, Toronto was my pick to win the American League. So yeah, I'm, I'm, my futures ticket is going to be a, a little bit of an expensive coaster at this point if they don't get it turned around. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's only one time in my career, uh, and it might have been 2008, right after my rookie year in 07. And ironically, 07, three weeks into my big league career, was my first ever team meeting where Cliff Lee threw at Sammy Sosa. We were in Texas, uh-huh. and I looked down from the bullpen, and our entire dugout has emptied into the tunnel there because they had to try and separate Victor Martinez and Cliff Lee at that point. I mean, they got into a scrum. Like, well, why are you throwing at Sammy Sosa? I mean, not even 10 minutes after the game, we're in the clubhouse. Doors are locked. Uh, our veterans, Trot Nixon, Casey Blake, got up, kind of like, fellas, air this out. Like, w- whatever is frustrating you needs to, needs to be handled here. And we need to make sure that no one's going to be in harm's way as far as you're throwing at a guy for no reason whatsoever. So after that, we kind of went on a run. I can't remember how many series. We might have won the next seven out of ten series, but it it kind of allowed us to take a a deep breath. So as far as a couple of these teams having it, Pauly, it's more so the teams that have those huge expectations beginning of the year like, hey, let's not panic right now. we still got a lot of time left, but this is not who we are. Like, we got to get back to – our DNA, we got to get back to playing our brand of baseball. Boy, oh boy, could uh, Cliff Lee go on a heater Yeah, when he was in his prime? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> two hours, eight minutes, here's a complete game, one hitter with uh, 11 strikeouts. Uh, Jensen, uh, what do you have your eyes on today for some uh, some bets that are popping off the board to you? Yeah, I, I think yesterday you guys had mentioned uh, looking for that Oakland A's spot against Atlanta. It was a, kind of a trap spot there for the Braves, and that, that if you got in there, that was a really good read. I think Atlanta can bounce back today. I think they're in a good spot there. Um, I'd also look at Tampa, kind of a kind of a chalk uh, parlay here. If you take a Tampa Atlanta money line uh, parlay, that might be something to look at. Um, I, I think last time I was with you guys, the old Brandon Nimmo first pitch uh, taking. Uh, I know he has swung uh, since we last spoke, but uh, that might be an area where if you want a little instant gratification bet, that might be a good one to look at there with the Mets today. Good good series though, Phillies and Mets. Um, uh, I'll have to check a little bit closer to game time to see where that's at. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting one today too. I think for uh, the guardians uh, and the Orioles, uh, I wouldn't even mind uh, maybe an Austin Hayes to record a hit uh, with a, a Baltimore money line uh, on that point. That one might be a fun one to, to get into. Uh, and then even a same game parlay, I think looks pretty good. I would look at Tampa Bay. Um, I would look at Diaz, uh, a Rosarena uh, and Brandon Lau. If you want to have, kind of a four-legger, have some fun with it, a uh, little same-game parlay, that'd be one I'd look at as well. God, look at you. Yeah. Doing the stack, almost like a fantasy stack that you just gave right. us right there. <laughs> Those are fun ones, guys. And as you know, it's, it's so crazy, too, when you see the opposing pitchers, too, and you're like, all right, it, it looks good. And then you get in there like, oh, God, he's got wipeout stuff today. We're in real trouble. Uh, of course. You never know right until the actual game gets started. You can follow Jensen on Twitter. He is at jlu. 
50 MLB Network Radio. Man, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks so much for your time today. We appreciate that. You got it, guys. Have a good one. We'll talk soon. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Uh, McClanahan is going in that yep. Rays game today. He's had one off start the entire year. That was against the Yankees. I think it was three starts ago. Yep. And it's, uh, speaking of the Padres, they're go- they see Sandy today. Yeah. But Sandy's only $1.30. ERA almost five. I was running down his, uh, he yeah. has not been good. No. I think uh, last year. Ah, so how are they doing this? Well, I know. The, 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 the stupid record in one-run games. Do you have, they're like 15-2 and two in one-run games. Are they really? They're, they're second-worst run differential in the National League. Doesn't make any sense. Here's, here's what I have written down as of right now for Alcantara. Last year, he had 24 quality starts, yeah. which is just awesome. Yeah. Four so far this year. That's it. Wow. I mean, every every well, start I, was the same thing last I, year for the guy. Sure. I, I don't want Weathers, though. No, I no. don't want the podcast. No, 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 no. Neither do I. Bob, we'll recap last night's fascinating bets that we had and tell you what we're betting today in pocket next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare Was thinking a two and one, or maybe even a three and zero, oh, but not to be the, not to be a one and two yesterday. Game seven over. I thought it was too much of an adjustment. We were at two sixteen earlier in the series, and uh, game game six opened two twelve and a half. In today's NBA, with a two oh three, right? No shot. Eleven straight unders for the Celtics in an elimination. Game. Now, how about that? That number, right? Absolutely. And uh, I will officially retire 
after this. This is done with this bet. Largest lead under 18 and a half points. Officially or unofficially? Officially. The Heat get there. The Heat cat. I lose that bet. The Heat blow out the Celtics on the road. And Barnsley. I mean, this must have been 5,000 to 1, 10,000 to 1 if I uttered this 20 years ago. I love soccer. I love betting soccer and watching soccer. This was the League One playoff at Wembley. Barnsley plus a half. That one. Sheffield Wednesday gets promoted. They score an extra time right before they're going to penalties. Barnsley had a man sent off red card in the 50th minute. They were a man down for 70 minutes, and Sheffield couldn't get there after they just scored five in their last game against Peterborough. But Sheffield Wednesday, remember, in the in the first round, the first leg of the playoff, lost 4-0. So they had to come back, and not 4-0 wasn't good enough. That just gets them even. They went 5-1 and then get uh, the second leg and then advanced on penalties. And then they win with the goal of the header in extra time. So they move moving on up. Good job, Sheffield Wednesday. And just uh, the new play. I, lo- I love this team. How do you not like the Texas Rangers? How are you not buying in? Now we're up to $2 to make the playoffs after the win yesterday. And I think a little too much respect for the Tigers. But a good story that they're hanging in there. But I, I, I was a big fan of this guy last year. And again, Perez is 6-1 and one with an ERA of 3. But 6.3 runs per game, number one in the league. Second in hits, third in OPS, fourth in ERA. I'll take the Rangers. And tomorrow, right back at it. We're not done. Europa League final, Sevilla and Roma will go under two. That'll be KG and Nervy. And now, I, 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 now it's this official, game one. Saturday, I have the Florida Panthers minus 155 with a bet made a long time ago. The you East know, to win the Stanley Cup. We, we, we got a uh, great email on this, a breakdown. Maybe we could touch on this a little bit more. When you bet an under two, or even if you want to bet an under one and a half, maybe if you can find, bet the exact score market. Bet one zero one nil, yeah. each way and bet scoreless. Because yeah. you're going to get huge prices on those three payouts. Big. One nil both directions? Yes. And scoreless. The nil-nil. Yeah. All right, so you're officially... Quickly, you could do this too. Some places, as soon as they start the match in play, you could go under two and a half for a bit. You've got to lay the juice. They'll put that up as you can get. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so yeah, you're not the only person retiring a bet. These awards markets where they're determined by human beings and not actually on the scoreboard... Yep. I said this 24 hours ago in this segment. Right on the air, I said these are probably going to be losers because you cannot trust voters. But based on the value, I had to take both Caleb Martin yesterday. He was available at 40 to 1 at some spots, and Derek White was as high as 100 to 1. Got done on both guys. I'll say one one last time. For Tim Bontemps, mm-hmm. who covers the league and has a vote, to go on the podcast with Brian Windhorst after game six and say that Caleb Martin is the MVP if Derek White's shot does not go in at the buzzer after six games. For that game to play out like last night and Bond attempts to change his mind, it's a ski mask job. I feel like he kicked me right in the bread basket. I feel like he, I don't know, I ha, I can't, I'm blown away at this. How do you change your mind? How does Reggie Miller say during the broadcast, Caleb Martin is the MVP, he has a vote, doesn't vote for the guy. 
Again, if you watched the game play out last night, there was one player who stood out like he was the best player on the entire court, and it wasn't Jimmy Butler. It was the guy who got robbed. And by the way, Jimmy Butler, last night, 12-28. Caleb Martin had 26 points, 10 rebounds, and was super efficient yet again. In Game 6, Jimmy Butler, 5-21. Just reeks like an MVP. Game 5, he was 5-10 at 14 points. He had two and a half or three games that were not good. And Caleb Martin was good in every single game, and he got better. I'm sure th- I'm sure there are people who have his cell phone number or email. You should send him an invoice. See what happens. That would be great. Yes. I, I just... You can't do that. How? How? Doesn't make any how? Sense. Yeah, I, I understand your frustration. So I, And I know yeah. tons of people who got down on this, and they showed me their tickets. I don't know what to tell you, other than we knew what was going to happen, and we had to make the bet anyway. Criminal. As I tweeted before the show, it's, it's Shiv. Succession. He pulled a Shiv. What are you doing? We just went through this. We had a great moment together. You dumped the uh, frost, the smoothie over my head. Right. Kumbaya, what are you doing? Right. And for the people who are tweeting back at me, we'll look at the series averages, Mitch. Great. Again, you're going to go by volume. And Jimmy averaged 24 a game. Martin only 19. Volume over efficiency. Again, I just railed down every single number. Butler wasn't good in two and a half of the games. Maybe three games. Martin never had an off game. No, I'm with you. And I would argue again. Derek White, had to, that bet had to be made at 101. But he was the only guy doing anything in the third quarter. And I said this earlier, if the Celtics came back to win the game, I'm convinced they would not found, they would have found a way not to give it to Derek White. You disagreed with me? That would have been White. I think it would have been Tatum or someone else. You didn't have a choice last night. You didn't have a choice. Had so I'm that for the for the NBA MVP, the regular season award, this Eastern Conference Finals, NBA Finals MVP, you can have all of it. These, these voters are a disaster. And I have nothing today. I'm still pissed off about last night. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet $5 or get a $200 bonus instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. Johnny Avello. Hey, Mitch. Cheesecake. Great job with the app already and, and, the, and the menu. Oh. For example, will Joker outscore Butler in every game 20-1? to 1? Will someone break Elgin Baylor's record, 61 points, 90 to 1? Will someone on the Nuggets score 50? That's 18 to 1. So many props and stuff up there uh, as well. Luke, our producer, checking in. For example, 1 nil Sevilla is plus 475. Nil nil's 5 to 1. Yeah, so I mean, if you bet all three of those, if you, yeah. if you, if you avoid the 1 1 draw, the 1 1. At plus three seventy, and you bet plus four seventy five, plus four seventy five, and five to one on those three bets, and you can maybe even find better numbers than that if you shop around a little bit. What a disappointing day it was! Oh, game seven, game six. This hockey game was over right away, and, and it's a blowout in the end. And plus, it was it was tough to watch, but it's still game seven, so it doesn't matter. You, but you just knew right away. It's like okay, we're getting these Celtics. 4 of 21 from 3 in the first half, 15 points in the first quarter, 84 freaking points. First time all year held under 90. Well, 15 in the first quarter just was an joke. absolute bomb. But I it mean, just, just it, it was organized chaos, the crap they're running on offense, Barkley calling them dumbasses at halftime, the shot selection, the, the bad shots they're taking, fall in love with the three, and, and, and of course the bad luck. First play of the game, Tatum rolls his ankle. Yeah. How we landed. Well, so. that, that goes back. We had this 
you you were upset that I brought this up last week. I said, where has the mid-range game gone? A team like this, where when it's going well, they're just going to keep going bombs away. Okay, can't blame them. When it's not going well, they have no other a- option, evidently. Go to the basket. It's, the, the shot selection is so bad. And they don't have a big that can score. Like, you can't run a play for anybody. Like, Robert Williams, yeah, Al yeah, Horford. Yeah, you're you not going to run it. anything for him. Horford just sits no. around the three-point line. They're there. Williams is there for his but, defense. Horford, yeah. maybe a little bit of that intangibles as well. But that's... Go to the basket. You're right. Uh, Matt said it earlier, and you said at the top, it would have been a gift for the Celtics to be favored against yeah. the Nuggets. I'll tell you another one. We saw it pop up again last night. Mark, Mark is smart in the flopping again. It's it's eight times a game, I'm guessing, probably conservatively here. T- tough to stomach. It is, but also moving forward and next year, now you're going to give these guys a combined $500 million and give Brown his bag. Yeah, they're young, but at some point, ask the Milwaukee Bucks here where your, your window's going to close. Uh, absolutely and you're going to look around and say, damn, we missed our opportunity. Boston keeps getting chance after chance after chance, and they can't win it. Yeah, don't forget, the Bucks, the Bucks gave Chris Middleton, who's a nice player, Chris Middleton, his contract's $180 million. So when you give a player like that that much money, he's banged up, and he's, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you're kind of stuck. Yeah, this just shouldn't have happened. I know that we laugh at the BPI, 3%, the chance they gave the Heat, but you, you yep. can't lose this series. If you missed any of the show, you want to go back and listen on your own time, the podcast is always available wherever you listen to your podcast. All you have to do is search, follow the money. Best of luck tonight. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare 